Greetings. I'm Sonia Brooks, the Song Bee, and this is The Vibe Juice. Episode number 38 of the Vibe Juice, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And she's going to carry on. So, welcome to episode, yes, it is episode number 38. And this is your girl, Sonia Song, be in the house. And uh, today we have... Ali R. Rashid Black! And I hope you had a wonderful holiday. Thanksgiving holiday. How was it, brother? Indigenous holiday was excellent. Mainly because I focused on appreciating both the strengths of us Mm -hmm. and the weaknesses of our enemies. Hmm. Come on, brother, now. You just can't leave me hanging with you. going to throw something heavy on, on my plate like that after telling me, you know, that is, ain't a, a week's old macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Tell me what's going down. What's deeper? What's, what, what is well, the unfolding what, what, of that What meeting? I'm saying is that this particular Thanksgiving or indigenous holiday, um, I spent a lot of time talking to and listening to people around the country and outside of the U.S. um, in terms of what they are doing in in light of what the world conditions are in December 2021. And I felt good after it was over. I felt reinforced. Um, I think that we are, the struggle is more advanced than many realize. Um, And the enemy is not as all powerful and resolute as many of us may think. Things are changing. Things are changing. And that changes are not being reported on purpose. Wow. Well, speaking that things are changing, uh, things are, are going and just happening all around. People are, we are seeing things change and it doesn't look like things are always changing for the best. First of all, let me just back up a little bit and just want to give a shout out and say, Hey, to my family uh, down in Los Angeles, because that's who I did have time and, and the honors to spend mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my Thanksgiving or uh, indigenous holiday with. Uh, and I, I'm going to say my day of gratitude. So, uh, yeah. I started a tradition with my family and I always say to my family, uh, at least last year, because we had some inner issues as most family, you know, sometimes they go, they call referred to, uh, uh, whether it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, or just the holidays at the end of the year, uh, the days of conflict. <laughs> and are you looking forward to your day of family conflict? Meaning, you know, you got folks drinking and emotions stirred and things spill yeah. out and come out. So I had to say last year to my uh, family that, uh, look, you know, mom is approaching 90s. 
you know, she's the matriarch that has really supported everyone that lives in that house. I don't live in that house because I live north, but they're all males. Okay, I could say a whole lot about that, but I won't. But I will say this. <laughs> when it comes to respect and honor, I just ask her to just do me a favor and just bring everybody together and let's just hold hands. And in this prayer, which I will allow her to lead, but prior to that, I needed to take control and ask every family member to go around and and and, and just say three things. Two things that we well two things that you're grateful for you're thankful for and one thing that we don't know about you this is a new tradition so each year we don't want to hear the same thing it's always got to be something new it could be anything from your past anything that happened this week something you need to close and and the reason why i realized that it was important when i did it last year it was i had really a heavy heart when i went home with this family because of some conflicts and things that were said. And particularly when you know that there's a person that is the glue of the family, you don't know how long they're going to be around. And when that person is no longer there, does that mean everybody is just going to go crazy after who takes what material things and all of that. And I, I, as the only female don't want to deal with that. First of all, because I saw certain levels of conflict and disrespect that was troubling to my soul deeply. And I had to approach this from uh, a higher uh, understanding and intellectual, but at the same time, empathy, empathetic, right? Yeah. You know, to appeal into some part of these hard knees that don't always make common sense choices. But anyway, uh, just to make this quick. So making this, that this year, the second year of doing that, uh, hard knees weren't willing to do that, but we did. But I think in doing something that maybe sometimes that we are so used to our comfort zone and taking because of that comfort zone, we take family for granted. Fam- family yeah, aren't we just your go friends. through the motions. You know, you don't choose your family to be your family, but you choose your friends to be your friends. So there's so little that you really know about yeah. the people that you're sitting next to and breathing. So then all of a sudden when things fall apart and all of a sudden you're at each other's neck and you're in the court of law, and you wonder why is probate such a hustle <laughs> that takes away black wealth and generational wealth. Probate agreements occurred in a vacuum full of bullshit. Nobody wants to accept the reality. And the system is set up to reinforce the most negative realities. It's disturbing. Yeah. It's deeply disturbing. It's such a hustle, though. Yeah. And speaking of a hustle, there's a new movie that's out. I believe it's on Netflix. It's a pretty good movie. And it's about this sharp, attractive, savvy, 40-something Anglo woman who happens to be a conservator. And uh, 
And it kind of reflect the movie reflects on the hustle that it exists today because it, it based on this movie it shows how trendy and cool and together her life is, and at the same time she's very sharp, quick witted. Uh, she's uh, a bit demoralizing, and uh, quite a bit, and uh, and just a matter of fact and heartless and cold. But she says things, but but I'm taking care of your, your mother and you don't ever need to come there because you know, she's in a safe place and blah, blah, blah. But the point is, is that this is a whole ready for a whole nother series of topics around that hustle. And I'm glad that someone took a moment to make that movie because that hustle is real, baby. It's real. Oh yeah, it's real. It's biting yeah. and hurts. But anyway, uh, I digress. So the whole point um, is that I did something in reference to uh, starting a new trend in the holidays with gratitude, and I think with the labor that I did as it as it pertains to preparing food, can't do that all the time. But uh, was a gift that I imparted um, while I was in Southern California. So that's all, and that's it. Hello. We closer to a new year, <laughs> and and that's 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 what it's gonna be. So what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Moving right along, my brother. So what is new with politics? <laughs> what's new? What's new? What's new? So, uh oh, latest news. Did you know that Dr. Oz is running for Pennsylvania Senate on the GOP ticket? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. The heart surgeon uh, TV journalist is really pouncing. He's receiving a lot of backlash and criticism for uh, taking this. His TV shows. <laughs> Shit. I mean, you, he, he's covered. I give Dr. Oz credit for what he has accomplished. Mm. I also acknowledge he has responsibility for some other shit that ain't that nice. Okay? He's been a, he's been a part of launching products that oh, were, yeah. okay? I mean, when you use your multi-million viewer platform, platform yeah. to try to get a few funky dollars, <laughs> And people catch you and start talking about you. You really, to me, you really don't have a leg to stand on. Now, listen, that multi-million dollar platform has afforded him millions of Of followers. Dedicated across GOP and political The political lines. lines don't matter. But how do you think that will impact him to his favor, though? Well, I think what will happen is that he's going to use and play very hard upon what he has done on TV. Mm. He doesn't have a lot of other accomplishments. And I'm not knocking the man. Understand what I'm saying. You're entering an an arena where even the sharpest get cut up. Mm -hmm. Okay? The ones with the strongest track records get sliced and diced. Right, who have a history of So here, here, you don't have that. Right. But I do also understand that that could play adversely. 
that can be end up being an advantage because he doesn't have that history. I'm just surprised that he's so compelled to make this move at this point. Well, I think it fits into life. other moves he he wants to make. Clearly, because yeah. the other side, the only other side is just a power move. Well, it, no, it's definitely a power move. Right. That regardless of whatever his freaking ass says, it's a power move. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm saying that no matter how this electoral power move works out, mm-hmm. he's going to benefit. If he loses, there are going to be those people that say, see, this is what happens when a good person, a person that is, you know, ethical and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. I'm not questioning it. I'm just saying it that way because I don't particularly have that view. But either he wins and that will reinforce all of the campaign bullshit or he doesn't win and he'll use the fact he didn't win as an advantage. Well, I, I, I get your point. So either way, he's going to be able to, and I'm sure, because any smart, really savvy person with win or lose would parlay this in a way that's going to be very advantageous. Very advantageous. He, very. You already got to work that out. Uh good or bad but Mm -hmm, how mm -hmm. it's going to work in your favor so so you know so i I just thought it was really interesting surprising um because i just thought that there's a lot of people that you know and then you think about all these millions of 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 viewers that love dr oz i know people that just dedicated it's like he can't tell you nothing wrong his word is bond is the word okay it's yeah. biblical. Dr. Oz said it. So, you know, and, and, and a lot of people forget that in 2014, he was uh, before a Senate hearing on false uh, diet claims. People don't, a lot of people don't even know that. We just hit and miss. It's fleeting. And how he promoted products for financial gain. Uh, one of the things I was wondering, well, what is he running on? What is his, his platform? So which Nothing. I, I don't know anything. But that that's because they don't want you to know anything. Mm-hmm. What they want the electorate to do is rely upon their perceptions or misper excuse me, mm-hmm. misperceptions mm-hmm. of Dr. Oz via his TV show. Mm-hmm. If they wanted to have or to establish mm-hmm. a different profile it would already be done. Mm-hmm. So I believe that what they're going to do, they're going to focus on what he's done on TV. They, they will yeah. incorporate a few, you know, criticisms, you know, and right. well, you know, I, I take, I, I take, I take difference with you on that point, but ultimately I think what they're going to rely upon mm-hmm. is what they have built in terms of his uh, television universe. Yeah, it is. Okay. It is, it is a universe. And that that's, right. that's what I think will happen is that we will see Dr. Oz in, in, in a, a, a variety of lights mm-hmm. or focuses 
that we haven't seen him before. Hmm. But I do think they're going to rely very heavily. You right. know, I mean, hey, you you got multi-million folks view, viewing your ass a day. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? I well, mean, yeah, that in itself is a, is a huge uh, advantage on his yeah. part. So, you know, clearly this is a power move. What I didn't know and I just uh, learned is that Dr. Oz has already been spending a lot of time on Fox News. Oh, yeah. And obviously because when he thought about doing this before it was even announced, he began to and his managers, out. you know, management to agents out. to book, you know, appearances. Yeah. yeah. So it's called pre announcement work. Right. Before you right. announce right. you do a bunch of good shit. A lot of a lot of it. Right. See? So so people don't the other thing is that his his exposure to television began years ago. Oh yeah. It started like with Oprah Winfrey show, uh uh yeah. several other shows long before that. And he was also appointed by Trump to serve on the presidential council on sports and fitness. People yeah. may not recall that. Um yeah. now currently don't don't throw up Ollie here. Have a little <laughs> tequila. But anyway, ah! uh he now one of the things he's been speaking out about is illegal Im- immigration and supporting anti-abortion. So, and speaking of anti-abortion, recently Supreme Court made a decision to choose to be neutral and turn the uh, option in the 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 law lawlessness or lawlessness <laughs> you might call it that. Uh, but the legal choice to states to rule whether or not a woman will have the option to have an abortion less than 15 weeks. Now, you know that I think it's Mississippi. It may be Missouri, but there's a state case. Six states. that uh, Yeah, no, but I'm saying still, that, mm-hmm. but one specific case mm-hmm. right now is going before the Supreme Court. And they can use it without having to go deep around Roe versus Wade. They can use a positive affirmation of the Missouri or Mississippi case to to undermine Roe versus Wade without a major throwdown. A positive affirmation of. Meaning they the could quote case. something from the 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 results. Well, the conclusion of the current case. Well, what I'm saying is their findings and their decision in this case will undermine Roe versus Wade. They don't have to declare it a battleground. Okay. They don't have to. You know, we're saying this to undermine. Okay. They don't have to do that, but. <clears throat> legally th- with the right language they can undermine the foundation of Roe versus Wade in such a way that it's hard to refute it's hard to fight against hmm. that's okay? interesting and that's that's what I find the most interesting about the six cases that are before the US Supreme Court now. that one provides an opportunity 
And then with the others, they can simply hook them up behind that first one. Right. But this case could give them a grounds to say. The Mississippi case, you mean? Mississippi or Missouri. I I forget which it is. But whichever one it is, Mm -hmm. that one case will give them grounds to begin the eventual death of Roe versus versus Wade. Wow. You know, (laughs) I don't know. This is is like, it's, it's a loaded amount of thought, sentiment all around that. All I could say, one of the things that comes to mind, one of the arguments, I think it was um, a commentator, you know, um, that's uh, against, uh, you know, anti-abortionist. And she said, you know, we're in a different, it was a a congresswoman. I I don't recall who she was, but anyway, she said, uh, we're in a different time and era today compared to, you know, the time and era of Roe versus Wade. Uh, And people think and feel differently about everything. (laughs) So, you know, and because of that, we're in a time, different time and era, it's time to change that law because the, you know, the, the Americans in the human consciousness and state of living is mm-hmm. constantly Change. evolving and yeah. changes yeah. and our, our views and outlook about things. And so it's just time to change that, that you can no longer, uh, uh, abort, you know, and have the right to abort beyond 15 weeks. They would rather you not have the right to abort period under any yeah. circumstance. Yeah. We'll see that, that, for example, with that point, that specific point, right? Mm. 15 weeks, is three months and three weeks. Okay. Most women don't know they're pregnant until second, third, or even fourth month. So what that means is you're setting a legal trigger for them to have to make a decision about abortion before many women are actively aware they're Mm -hmm. pregnant. Well, but here's the thing. So this is different because there's difference between women and young girls. Women, women, I say, have the experience and the intuition of have a different understanding about their Well, they know their body at a different level. Whereas it's young girls. The issue about this is around young girls, particularly in my opinion, young girls who are the majority of the issue who don't know who would be clueless. Well, I just thought when my period didn't come, we're not talking about one month. We're not talking about two months. Talk about three months. That's a long freaking time. A grown ass woman cannot afford if she's working responsible, accountable, she can What's going on with my body? Now, the only other circumstance outside of that is if she's raped and something harsh happens and she's clueless. And the percentage of women that clearly maybe their health isn't so great and they're just mindful, not very mindful, and just don't know, you know, to the point that they're almost having a child. Maybe, you know, different health situations. And before you know it, it's like, 
Ooh, I didn't know all this time. You know, never even had a period. You know, I just thought, you know, these are not typical situations. So, I don't know. You know, the arguments, and I'm not saying good or bad. I'm not saying I'm taking any sides. I don't, but I strongly am not in agreement, in agreement that someone else outside the person and the woman should be able to make her own choice. Now, I also will say this, sometimes very young girls, they need help in making that decision. So I obviously and clearly, when there's that certain types of trauma, there has to be uh, the facilitation of counseling. But that system. still doesn't mean that all of a sudden, you know, the government and law gets in her way and, and there's nothing else to it. And that's all that's all there well, is. Well, I think that part of the, the a critical part of the issue that is not being spoken about. OK. Is that. Why does the United States government and others feel they have a right to intervene in an individual woman's decision making about her body? Good Lord. Good Lord. Good Lord. (laughs) Ollie. This is just the same bullshit. I'm sorry. The make America great again. Philosophy. It's really a desire to 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 take run shit that way where you run everything, including other people and their bodies and their bodies. That's exactly what yeah. it is. But that but see that for me. As a man, someone who will never be pregnant, mm-hmm. who could never have children, mm-hmm. who could never have an abortion. I think it's ludicrous to have the government trying to insert themselves in the process. If a woman finds out she's pregnant, her decision-making process is hers. It's not the government. It's not fucking Senate. It's not the House of Representatives. It's not any of the governmental infrastructures that we have. So that means that the best way to approach this is to leave it the fuck alone and to recommit to each individual woman having the power to decide what she does in that situation. It should be that, Ali, but that's not what this is. I know this is that. even beyond that. Not even the government. This is the, having a man, I, I have to say it, yeah. A man, meaning whether it's your husband, your spouse, your boyfriend, your father, a man, Texas law that allows other people to police what happens to and a turn woman you in. And, and turn, turn you in. in. That's really giving, giving the right for you to be stalked and haunted. And it could be an ex-boyfriend. It could be your a father. It could be anybody. Well, this is absurd. Exactly. And to the point that it causes death, not because she's got an illegal abortion, more so if it's not because somebody else said, I'm taking her ass out. Now what? 
You've opened that doors behind a stupid ass law for all of this bullshit to be happening. I think that's ridiculous. I, I really think that the door is being opened on purpose. And I, I just give me a minute or two, and I, I think I can illustrate what I mean. This is working right. me up. I'm sorry, Holly. Go ahead. <laughs> you see, I'm just, I'm just worked up. Go on now, my brother. Go on. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> fan myself. <laughs> right now, there are several significant, deep-seated issues that face not only the American public, the American electorate, mm-hmm. but the world. And and they are what? Well. One is this particular issue, a woman's right to run her body, number one, okay? Number two, Big one. to give individual humans the right to declare that what they want to do and how they want to do with their life without governmental restrictions. Okay, so this is where... Vaccinations come in, but I, I'm not going to open that door. Go Please. ahead, brother. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> and I understand and agree. Carry on. But there are so many issues that are either unresolved or in the process of we think being resolved. Okay. All of these issues can produce death. Absolutely. Okay. Now, I believe that the interests of the United States government, every single one of them motherfuckers, Mm. in Congress, the House, the Senate. Call them out. Okay. All all y'all. In all three branches, all all of y'all, that what you really want, what you're really looking for, is a way to reduce the population of the United States mm. and the planet. Mm. And any tool speak any wow. tool that you can use wow. to affect to 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 reach that goal, you will. So that means whether it's mm. reducing women's ability to make decisions about their own body. Okay. Specifically, having or not having kids. Okay. Whether it's about what black and brown people do in their communities about passing on generational assets. Or just black and brown populations somehow reducing or controlling to control vote and power and leadership. Yes, Mm. but I really think that, and I encourage people, our listeners, listen, listen closely. Listen up, y'all. Because there are things going on in the world that you may or may not know of. That's fine. That's going to always be. You can't track everything. I try. Believe me, I, I can't do it. Okay. But what I can do is that I can I can commit to keeping Ali R. Rashid sufficiently aware of what is being put to work against me and mine. 
Okay. So just to talk about the black community. Now, all this Roe versus Wade and all of that shit, that obviously impacts black women, but it also impacts every black person and every person that would be in a family. True. Okay. But what we need to do, we need to move to to the level to where we don't buy into what is dictated to us. See, and this this is a dictated to program. Mm. Oh, you're saying okay. the the issue. The issue is the okay. issue. Okay. Now, Roe v. Wade has been the issue almost all my life. Right, and Was I'm sixty nine. I'm sixty nine years old. Right, so I think it's okay. 60, 60 years now. Okay, so what is the purpose of maintaining this issue unless it is to use it? To establish a different type of societal control. Well, I think that, you know what, good point. Because I think there are certain certain factors mm-hmm. that are set in place. And some, some of them, this is, is, is reactionary, but it's be a, the ability to manipulate uh, the the current circumstances, the state of societal issues and manipulate them wisely in a way and quickly in a way that's going to project or feed into the current or future plan Mm -hmm. by certain designers and goal planners. And the I, people that run shit want to run cabals. this. They want to run this. They want to run the issue around whether or not African American people are ever paid reparations. They want to impact the issue, Long if not control it. Mm-hmm. We're um, closer to approaching it, and I think that's why there's there's almost like it's not discussed openly. I think that on the power levels, there is a hidden agenda to divert the urgency of facing Mm -hmm. this because we are, as a society, moving collectively closer because it's in our face continuously. We can't avoid it. And before you know it, we may be faced and say, I never thought I'd see this day. And here we are. We're, We're really closer than what people think, I think. On the other hand, the, the this the exact equivalent opposite uh, forces to smolder and divert, you know, the progression of having that topic and even discussing. And I mean, look at Roe versus Wade. This is this is an example. If we look at that reflectively, symbolically, of discussions or approaching reparations, in a sense, in a big sense, um, but look what's happening, and what we may really the reality of what we may be faced, and we're talking about a a very uh, uh, a megawatt conservative Supreme Court right now, power in place unless things are, are changed. So anything that has to go before the justice department or before uh, the court of law of this land, 
issues, how they're going to turn out is going to be the design for what? The next 10, 20 years or more? 50. 50 years plus. This is frightening. You know, and this is what 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 I see happening, and this is extrapolating from the Roe versus Wade situation, mm-hmm. but one of the central issues in Roe versus Wade is governmental control versus individual control. And I think that the government, regardless of what party is in the White House, mm-hmm. regardless of whether or not we're involved in bombing and killing people all over the world, which most times the United States government is involved in that. But regardless of all of that, the bottom line is there is a there's a throwdown coming. Okay, there's there's a break Mm -hmm. coming and some people who are invested in the existing order are not comfortable with people actually having control over their individual life. That's just I I don't understand it. Okay, I mean, it's it's, to me, it's one of the basic force uh, uh, precepts of fascism. Fascism to me is when I have been so programmed and 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 uh, uh, guided that I refuse to take on responsibility for my life. And what happens is that when you give up responsibility for your life, then you don't get a choice to dictate who gets control. Hmm. Okay? Yeah, it's your life, and you're not willing to run it, right? Right. So the consequence is we going to run it. You know, that goes back to fascism, and that's very that, No, it is. It so, is. It is fascism. Right. Which is, you know, <laughs> very conflicting because I think a lot of people, um, you know, these different, um, in America, these different groups with issues and arguments in America, whether they're right wing and proud boys or whatever, whatever. But at the same time, they're, uh, anti-socialist and so forth and etc but some of the things that they're mind mindless about feeds into the things the very thing that they're against or for i mean you know it, it just doesn't make sense yeah it doesn't make sense yeah. so actually so roe versus way was actually decided january 22nd 1973 so it's not hasn't uh, quite reached its uh, fifty year mark, but approaching. Very close. Very very close. But anyway, so this is where we are. So reducing the population or controlling, this is one of those just another very strong tool. And if you don't, if you are not familiar, I'm speaking to all of our listeners. If you are not familiar 
with the depopulation mm. movement in America, you need to wake up. You need to Google it. You need to read the articles because you will see things that you will honestly think come from 1930s Germany. Oh my God. So when did this come about? The depopulation of America. This has been the the depopulation of America and of the planet. Let let me make sure I'm I'm clear of the planet. Depopulation has been seen as a viable mechanism for political control of the planet for the last 40, 50 years. Hmm. One of the, one of the early protests against the United Nations, which was founded in 45, I think 45. Sounds about right. Yeah. But one of the early, uh, anti UN positions that people took and talked about and advocated for was that you will create a nonprofit organ, a, a, a global organization of nations that could usher in a global fascist order. Mm. And just, just think about what I said. The Third Reich and all of the forces attached to them, including Hitler and the SS and blah, 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 blah. All of them were focused on running the planet. (laughs) So when I hear, when I hear Gates or Musk or Gates. No, uh, you're talking about No, no, no. Bill. no. Yeah, Bill Gates. Mm. When when I hear people at that level Bill Gates is a very 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 serious depopulation advocate. Mm. Many other people, including the woman who founded Planned Parenthood. So apparently he did a TED talk, I'm assuming. Yeah. About that. Yeah. I had to check that out. Okay. Yeah. But what I'm saying is this. For people of color on the planet Earth, third rock from the sun, we need to get absolutely freaking clear on what we support and what we don't. Because we're rapidly moving into a time frame and a set of circumstances to where you may not have a choice. I just got to make a comment, please. (laughs) Because it's also, you know, just, just looking it up, it also says, I mean, in general, that these are conspiracy theories about Bill Gates and they misrepresent a quote that he made about population growth. Do you believe that's true or not? No. You believe that Bill Bill Gates look at uh, put it this way. Let's just go to the real basics, okay? Track the money. <laughs> look at what Bill Gates invest in. Okay. Don't take my opinion. 
you know, Sonya B. Nobody, you don't take anybody's opinion. Right. Look Step this up shit yourself. up. Make up your own mind. And see where he puts his money. Okay. His money is invested in reducing the population of the planet. Hmm. Now, how do you do that? There are various, probably thousands of ways, but one of the most popular, one of the ones that I can, am most concerned about is that the people at the bottom, others have control over them. Mm. That's who you eliminate. So You eliminate those with the least power, right. the least political power, the least engagement. Who's going to be your freaking servants? Who's going to be your worker bees? Who's going to be the your labor level force? The next level. I up. doubt it. No, but I, what I'm I saying is going to work too well. Well, what I'm saying is, <laughs> right now, there was a guy named Samuel F. Yet. He wrote a book called The Choice in the '70s. He had worked extensively in the federal U.S. government. Okay. He talked about the fact that every federal agency has some type of plan for the HSH, human scrap heap. Those are the people that are going to be, that are already written off. Those are the people that they have no plans on how to incorporate them, no plans to protect them, no plans to educate them, mm. no plans to house them, none of that. Okay, and this is in America or the globe? America. Okay. Samuel F. Yet worked for the United States federal government Yes. for like 30 years. He wrote a book called The Choice. In the choice, he pointed out a common phrase used among federal agency people. Which was? H-S-H. Human scrap heap. In other words, those people that we have no plans to educate, we have no plans to develop, we have no plans to employ, we have no plans to take care of them, that's the screaming. But you know what? That's not even viable. Come well, on now, sit, sit, because I can guarantee you that that leaves no competition globally and weakens America already. Just even on the concept of that uh, very uh, pedestrian thing. I didn't. I didn't say. I know, that it was, but for the time, this probably was what in the seventies. The human scrap heap exists as of nineteen, as of twenty nineteen. It was in Trump's speeches. It was in Trump Trump's, Trump's policies. Get out of here. Okay. <laughs> See, understand, history changes, Yeah. but then it doesn't change. Yeah. It, in it, other it words, circulates and it, it resurfaces. Okay. So it now, modifies. The same thing. But the principles are the there. Same, the the principles. Okay. Right. So I think it's a harebrained scheme. Far as I'm concerned, okay, from my view of the world, mm, right? Mm. But, but, I don't have control over millions and millions of lives. I don't have the ability to determine whether you eat or not. I don't have the ability to determine whether you ever make a dollar or not. 
I don't have the ability to determine whether you and your children will ever have fucking lives worth living. Mm. But those that do, and that includes a Gates. Mm -hmm. That includes Musk. Mm -hmm. Okay? Right. That includes a boy, what's his name? Zuckerberg. That includes a whole bunch of people that have a lot. Mega billionaires. that, that, That have a lot of impact mm. on what we can and can't do okay. several thousand levels d- below them mm-hmm. okay so it's not so much I'm not talking about their power I'm talking about their plan so you think the mega rich I hate to say this because I don't want to say mega rich I would say those business mega rich business people in their plan or their thoughts or whether they're just, you know, crossing the threshold of something new, uh, that embarking upon that controlling America or the world, let's say America has to do with controlling the freaking population of who lives, who dies, who survives. Yes. Who's yes. Gotta be gone because they, the, they, the they believe whether or not, it was the woman that founded Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. Right. Whether or not it's other people mm-hmm. in decisive, mm-hmm. crucial positions, okay? Whether I like it or not, if you decide that those people at the bottom 10% or 20% or 30% of this country have no value to this country, then you can decide to write them off. So what's the point? Because then global competition, whether it's on a level of technology or it's Mm -hmm. war, Mm -hmm. then you're talking about replacing people totally with Adam and, 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 what is it? Uh, what I'm trying to say, and, anomics or, uh, not anime. No, uh, 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 robots, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, listen, listen. Having this, your workforce there, robotic, there's your there, warfare robotic, and come on. But 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 think about it now. Let's be let's let's keep clear. A lot of what happens now globally in terms of warfare is done via technology. Right. It's not dependent upon foot People. soldiers. Yes, I understand that. Okay. That that started going downhill in the 70s. And now they're to the point to where you have people that sit in a building in Arizona hmm. that are running drones, bombing and killing people on the other side of the planet. This is like literally. And you think I mean, there li- will never be use for foot soldiers? Well, that, that no, that the fr- drones are the foot soldiers. If I don't need to send 10,000 U.S. troops mm-hmm. into Iran, mm-hmm. but I can, effect, I can effectively eliminate the same number of Iranians without sitting on their soil, mm-hmm. think about that. Think about that. Hmm. I got a bunch of guys sitting. I mean, there are men right now, men and women, actually, mm-hmm. to be fair. But on an intellectual level, on an intellectual, controlling, day-to-day, political, mm-hmm. uh, infiltrating level, mm-hmm. 
okay, maybe you don't need people on the front line. Maybe I'm not totally eliminating that, but it seems to me on some levels you still need to have. Maybe maybe you reduce that foot that that uh, the foot first uh, that uh, front line. Maybe it gets yeah. reduced to you know one fifth of what it was. Yeah. Maybe even one twentieth of what it was in some place certain places. Or I half. Don't, I don't know. Or half. Or half. But you still you still got to have people on the ground, but, but, whether but, they're but, infiltrators but, hey, on different if, levels, whatever it is. If if part of population control over here mm. on one hand mm. means that you learn how to connect the different ways to achieve population control or depopulation, okay? So. The guy, the, the young Latino out of East L.A., the young brother out of Watts or Boston or Detroit or Chicago or New Orleans, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have to perceive and understand that they are being dri- driven into the military to be reduced as a population. And it still works. It still works. It still works. See, I'm not. I'm so not saying, no more recruiting or recruiting no, 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 to no, no, eliminate. No. no, still recruiting. But the people you're recruiting have no vision. Right. Of the end game. You're right. Right. The end right. game just is your... that where are you going? What are you doing? Are you a, a, a a part they, they of they don't play a part of that in the they economy. Don't give them that control, right? That's no, too much no, power. They don't. No, they don't even get an opinion, right? Less loan control. Yeah. Yes, they're just your little chips on the board that you move around. And they're uh, the, the global chessboard. Yeah, right. But the problem and is disposable. But the the key phrase disposable. Right. You wanted to do what? D Populate, mm-hmm. reduce the human population on the planet. When you directly track people into the avenues that will result in their population being reduced, you are going to achieve your depopulation goal. I don't like it. I don't agree with it. I think it's hella fucking crazy, but. There are people with the power and the resources to make an attempt at it. But when it comes to war, doesn't that work against you? No, because war is technology. War is technology. For how long? I mean, they did forever. In the art of war, Sun Tzu said, "The victor, the victory occurs before the battle." Mm -hmm. Okay. And when you apply technology to modern warfare, that's even truer. What 5,000 drone airplanes can accomplish might take 100,000 troops. Okay. Okay. And that, and I mean, I don't, I don't like it. I right, sure right. as fuck don't it like it and it don't is, agree with right. it. But right. the reality is, it's true. It's I real. can sit in a bunker mm. in Arizona in the desert, and what's on my screen? 
could be Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, any nation in Africa, Eastern Europe, mm. South America, right. the Anywhere. Caribbean, okay? China. <laughs> China? Anywhere, right. Okay. Mm. But that's that's what we have to deal with. That's to Korea, me South Korea. That, that's what people of color have to deal with. If I'm a father and I've got an 18-year-old son mm. and he's contemplating joining the United States Marine Corps. Okay, for what? <laughs> what does that result in for you? Wait a minute. So are you saying that to be discouraging? Yes, I am. <laughs> I am vehemently anti but listen, U.S. Air Force, U.S. military. But if the person that's controlling the drone, he's sitting in a bunker somewhere. But, but, but he later gets all these benefits for the years that he served. He was able to send his kids to college, well, etc. If he can have kids, okay. Make the circle back around. I can, okay. No, make the circle okay, back help around. Me with it. Okay. Come on, help Okay. Me with it. Make the circle back around to Roe versus Wade. Yes. Mm. One of the reasons I believe that Roe v. Wade is so crucial to so many people that are left of center in America and in the world. Okay. I think many people since. a dedication to reducing the population of certain, reducing the level of population of certain people. Mm, I don't doubt that. I don't I, doubt I, that. Sure. I know. Right, right, right. You better got it. Right, okay. Right, right. Yeah. So, got you there. so you recruit me. I'm 18. My father is a Marine Corps veteran. Army veteran, Navy veteran, right? You mm -hmm. recruit me. I go into the program. I learn how to murder and, and assassinate motherfuckers from one side of the planet to the other. Mm. And I've never been there. Mm -hmm. I've never been there. There's nobody I know in my unit being sent there. But meanwhile... Our kill rate is 80%. Okay. Okay. Now, that kicks off, of course, a whole inevitable result of things that are going to happen because you're doing that. Mm -hmm. Okay. But the reality is there will be people dedicated to the maintenance of the empire until the day after the empire dies. Hmm. Hear me. The day after the empire falls. There will be people. Who are still waking up like. Oh shit. Was that. Oh. What. I, I. Hmm. Because that's the way empires rise. And that's the way they fall. Mm -hmm. That's the way they fall. Nobody wants, and, and just, just to give you a, a unrelated but very intriguing okay. fact situation. In 
approximately 700 something AD the Moors rose up out of North North Africa and Africa and parts of, of what we now call the Middle East which is just extended Africa to me but okay but forces rose up and moved to cross the Gibraltar okay that is actually named after Tabar or Tibar something like that a Muslim soldier and, and general who led military forces into Spain now Seven, sixteen, seven, eighteen mm. A.D. Mm-hmm. Right in there. Mm-hmm. From then until fourteen ninety-two, the Moors controlled Spain and large parts of Europe. I mention this because now you could get ridiculed if you mention that or claim that. Really, in most situations, because most motherfuckers don't know. No, and how would they know? Okay. How would they know? No, no, I, I understand why, but I'm saying that all of the Spanish, all not Spanish, all of mm-hmm. the Islamic architecture, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. science, mm-hmm. math, and ironically, what white folks come to call the Renaissance okay. started in 1480 mm. in Europe. What the Moors taught to the Europeans and the European uh, populations were things that radically changed the future of the European nations. Okay. Wow, you said from seven hundred eighty. About seven hundred seventeen something. Fourteen ninety-two. Moors who were basically Berbers. From North Africa. Well, they they weren't all Berbers. I mean, that's that's. But what is the term of Berber, though? If well, we're talking about seven hundred A.D., think about it. It's probably not what you think it is today. No, what I, we think. I, they I are. know what the Berber population okay, okay. was then okay. and what it is now. Okay. What I am saying is that historically, mm-hmm. scholars say that that is one way of reducing the the the, the impact of who the Moors were. Okay, by calling them Berbers. Because really? the well, the phrase means something other than African. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, so that that that's I, I'm not I'm not saying that there weren't Berbers involved. Okay. I see, see. And that's that's once again I'm not taking an absolutist view. What I'm saying is, okay. we don't want to deal with the historical results. Okay. Of that 700 years. Okay. Because at the end of it was the renaissance at the end of it was the beginning of european colonialism mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so now at the beginning yeah because they were everywhere after yeah, that. Uh, 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 globally right the portuguese the spanish the french the, the right. english they, i mean they got okay. everywhere sailed but everywhere my original reason for bringing that up is that we are impacted today, right now, in this moment, globally. 
Humans are being impacted by shit they know nothing of. Right, historically. Historically and present. I mean, in in the present tense. Yes. If I don't know what this government is doing in South Africa, South Korea, Mm -hmm. North Korea, Mm -hmm. China, Mm -hmm. Iran, Iraq, I mean, on and on and on, right? If I don't know what they're doing, then I have no way of knowing how it will impact me. Right. But undeniably, it will. (laughs) This is true. And it will. Okay. And that's why I think that one of the things that is going on globally right now is that people are beginning to pull back from the official stories. Mm-hmm. And begin to look at independent, investigated facts about, for example, what impact did the Moors have in 800 years of running Europe? Scientists and mathematics folks, mm. they can talk forever about it. They understand. See, because when they study science, when they study mathematics, it's like, oh, who the fuck was this? And they understand who created for eight hundred years. Okay, a lot of things. Okay. See, and that—that's what I think. The rest of us in the world, we're coming to another one of those Mm. watershed moments. Okay. To where people are going to begin to realize, well, you know, damn, Ali, I like a, a guy told me. A couple of years ago, very astute, you know, uh, upper, upper middle class, travels the world, Mm -hmm. all that. And he told me, he said, you know, I've never felt so ignorant. Why is that? He said, because even though my money and my excess to resources has allowed me to learn what many people in the world haven't learned. I'm finding how much I still don't fucking know. You know something, Ollie? I, I got a segue to just to say, or a comment, is that this really, uh, you know, speaks to how little many of us today are aware or know of our history. True. Because if we get, understand true. the history and the connection... Everything came from something. It didn't all of a sudden just fall out of the damn sky because somebody became president and voila, here it is yeah. today. No. Yeah, I have a new reality. It don't happen that <laughs> no. way. No. But how important it is to have some understanding and connectivity to see the links, historical links, yeah. where seeds were planted, at least the seeds of today. It wasn't because they just created this stuff. No. They got the idea. There were no, there were no brilliant aliens, brilliant who who just landed and had all the answers. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry, right. I'm sorry, no. Right. Wow, um, really, really, that's deep thought. That's why I love <laughs> talking to you, my brother. I'm going to tell you, you know, at this point, I think we need to, on the historical frame, I still want to segue mm-hmm. on a little booty juice before we. Yeah, end. yeah, 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 yeah. Josephine Baker Woo! recently My this girl. beautiful wonderful woman received the one of the highest honors in France 
okay and uh uh president the french president emmanuel macron macron paid respect to josephine baker uh, which was to make her the first uh, American and the first professional entertainer to be and the first African American, African and black person to enter into the Pantheon, reserved as a final resting place as it is for dozens of France. Cream de la cream. Cream de la cream. What do you say about that? Isn't that fabulous? Well, one, I sincerely believe that we have always exceeded the expectations of the world. Mm. Number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, this sister at a time of really, you know, I mean, you have to understand what it was like in 1928. Right. What it was Make like it in 1930-30. Okay? Right. This is when you had people proposing to control the planet. Right. Mussolini Passive proposed was it. was real and big. Okay. And popular. Mussolini didn't have the power, but he definitely had the vision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mussolini mm-hmm. said that they would sell Italian food and Italian products everywhere. Hmm. And attempted to. He attempted. Okay. Mm -hmm. But the reality is that, listen, there's some shit going on in our world today, right now, Saturday, December 4th, 2021. Correct. There is shit happening that we need to know about. We need to be on top of. Because whether we whether we agree or not, this same shit could end your life. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It could end the life of your family. It could reduce you to incarceration forever. All of these are real things that can happen. Right. And I'm not trying to predict the worst. I'm just saying, look. The guy over there in the corner keeps talking shit mm-hmm. about what he going to do with people of color. I'm not willing to stand here and listen to him without checking him. I'm going to check that ass. <laughs> so make it uh, make it relevant for us. So someone like a Josephine Baker, let's hypothetically today, what she did during World War II. Um how can we kind of equate it to something and give a hypothetical today well, about how important it was what she did? Start with she was an entertainer. So let's and say if Beyonce, of, yeah, was okay. a Josephine. Baker in spite today. of in spite of other people's perceptions, mm-hmm. her perception was that she could find a way. To positively impact the anti-fascist movement. And change what was going on in the world. Because at the time time she originally got involved, Mm -hmm. it was before World War II. Okay. See, this is, we're talking, you have to talk about the the Spanish War, Mm -hmm. Spanish Civil War. Mm -hmm. 
which involved fascism oh, yeah. in Spain, right? right? So you're talking the 20s and 30s, right? Right. You have to talk about what was happening in Italy. Mm-hmm. You have to talk about the buildup to Nazism in Germany, right. which was the 20s and 30s, right? right? Yes. These are the time periods that she was on the ascent. Mm-hmm. She was b- being clamored everywhere on the planet. Okay? So I think that our sister, Josephine Baker, when she found herself at a crossroads around 30, 31, we still hadn't, America wasn't involved. Okay. You think okay. that early, huh? No. Yeah. Well, no, no. If you, if you look uh-huh. at her history. Yeah, her she, history. It, yeah. See, because wow. she, by the time she became the French uh, underground person, yes. it was late 30s, early 40s. Okay. See, that's, that's when the war was active. The war actually had roots all the way back to the mid to late 20s. Mm. Okay. But I believe that our sister, Josephine Baker, made a conscious choice. She made a choice that if I can use what God's given me to contribute to fascism not becoming the new world order, Mm, mm -hmm. that I'm going to do it. And she made a dedication to do that. Oh, yes. She did that. She did it, sister. See, and that, that's the power, and, and this to me is, is the reason why Josephine is so important. Yes. One woman, a dancer, a singer, or whatever you want to call right. it. Yeah. You can think of her whatever you fucking want. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, she decided that if I can use my excess to, for example, German officers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Italian officers. Which is what she did. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I can use my excess to keep them from becoming the next world order. Right. The next Roman Empire. Because, see, people forget Hitler and Mussolini, but especially Hitler. Right. Talked about becoming the next world order. global order. Right. Right. He said that shit like in 23, 24. We <laughs> heard it again in 28, 29, 30. We heard it all through World War II. Mm. But to me, Josephine represents a very, 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 very esteemed level. She used her power. She used her tools to integrate in a subliminal way in a seductive way but very smart intellectually and she used her tools of charm and persuasion and she seduced them motherfuckers okay but she did and wait and (laughs) didn't stop there Mm -hmm. she i don't remember the number but she adopted a huge number of kids yes that she did Okay. She did. And all of them, all of them were supported by her estate when she passed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, I'm talking about somebody that on one level, you were a spy. Right. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. 
You she slick was. tricked these motherfuckers. She was a spy. And when they knew anything was too fucking late. Yeah. Because you had already communicated this shit. Right. Okay. And whatever you did to get the information is, is what you did, sister. Right. And I And I salute you. And you know what? And I also have to give her a big kudos because she was very active, even abroad, and also uh, here in in the homeland in the civil rights era. But see, very see, much so. This this is the thing for people that are from the heart, dedicated to justice. They don't see the little shit. See. Her work she did in this country for black people in this country was in her mind no different than what she did in the war. Mm. It was no different than what she did to adopt kids who were basically abandoned due to the wars. Wow. Okay? So for me... And, and you never met the sister, of course. Mm-hmm. Never, <laughs> never, you know, got to talk to her and nothing. But from all of the stuff I've read, including what she wrote, right, it was clear to me that she saw and understood what she was doing. Well, her, her opportunity, I mean, for her to be inducted into the Pantheon, and becoming the first black woman to receive France's highest order it's a high, is it's highest. phenomenal. And that makes her all the more. of everything that makes her a phenomenal woman. So I have to say just big, big, big vibe juice to Jack, to the queen, Josephine Baker, and to hell with Kanye and your rant about black history should be canceled. That's more of a reason why you just ignorant. But anyway, I just had to throw that in and couldn't help it. (laughs) I couldn't leave it out. I I couldn't couldn't leave leave it out. out. So really, on that note, I think that, um, wow, this has been one hell of a vibe juice moment for today. Uh, we didn't have a lot going into disrupting America, and there's so much more for us to continue to talk to talk about. We didn't bring you the pickle juice fool of the week, because you know there's one out there. If you guys have a, a suggestion of somebody, please let us know. Please, we'll, we'll acknowledge them. <laughs> we'll acknowledge them happily and salute them. Just make sure that you be sure to subscribe, to like. And follow us also on Facebook. If you have a comment you'd like to make about any of the topics and any future topics, please let us know. Go to our Facebook group, The Vibe Juice, and send your comment or your suggestion. And listen, we really appreciate you vibing with we. And be sure to come again. Peace out. Peace. And power. And power. Don't forget power. Okay. Until the next time. Love you. Thank you for listening. Join us again.